0: Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A Better Way to Farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hey, welcome back to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we spend each and every day providing solutions for farmers to grow better crops and to make more money. Now, it's interesting that I talk about making more money in this special episode. I'd like to bring back the head honcho of this whole thing we call A Better Way to Farm. I'm excited to have this chat with you kind of about what can we do on the farm income or what can we do as maybe a young adult looking to get into this industry What can we do to kind of better ourselves and to increase that that general revenue? So, Rod, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for joining me today and taking time out of your super, super busy schedule to uh, be here and have this conversation on this topic.
1: Well, thank you for helping me, Tyler. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to get on and get to share with everybody. I'm super excited about what we've got shaking today. Tyler, this was prompted. Karen put up a post on the Facebook page, but she put a deal up on Facebook and it said, if you're open to adding off-farm income to your farm, drop the word cash flow below. And you know, it was really crazy how much that post blew up. 380 some responses. And I thought, man, we need to talk about this on the podcast because I know there's a certain number of people that follow us here, Tyler, that can even so we can go into it a little more in depth. I'm just excited. So let's jump in here, Tyler, The first thing I'd like to do is I'd like you to share your story, how your journey, you know, what were you doing? Did you farm? Yes or no? Tell us about your journey how you became one of the key members here of A Better Way to Farm.
0: Yeah, you know, I feel like I missed out in life. But, you know, the interesting thing is that I've probably experienced more things than most people have, which is pretty cool. But, you know, I grew up in kind of rural central Iowa, and I knew that back then when I had buddies like Nick and Bronson that are farming, you know, 2,500 and 3,500 acres that my grandpa's farm that was a hundred tillable acres. That wasn't for me, even though I was passionate about wanting to be a farmer, but I I went the other route. You know, I had to go to Iowa State and get my degree in agriculture because that's the closest to farming that I could get to. And it led me down a path where, you know, I became a co-op agronomist, which I always joke about you know what what makes a co-op agronomist a, an agronomist and then you take the job and the engine keys of the pickup and the cell phone and now you all of a sudden you're an agronomist. It taught me a lot of you know b- valuable lessons, things to do, things not to do. And it wasn't until you know floating around the corporate world and it wasn't until I met Preston and then you shortly after that that you know I was just living the the corporate life and that was ultimately my my dream at that point. It's like well I get to ride around and tractors and combines and stuff. Although I, you know, I don't get to farm and that's as close as it'll get, but maybe one of these days I'll be a, you know, the vice president of sales or, you know, something like that for Corteva. But when I met you guys and you guys kind of opened up that door to, you know, Hey, this is how we do things, you know, address limiting factors. And it's not so much about, you know, putting more on it's about being efficient with the dollar that you spend on every acre that you spend that dollar on. I thought, man, that's a different philosophy. And I'll never forget, because I don't farm, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, well, h- how am I going to benefit from you know joining the A Better Way to Farm team? There's a much smaller team back then, just as handsome, I'm, I might add. But you know, it was one of those questions about well, what am I going to do? What am I going to provide the, of value if I can't use the products on my farm, if I can't use this philosophy or this system? How you know? How is it going to benefit me to benefit others? And that's where you know you and Preston talked me through you know joining the team, but it being more on the the consulting side. Take my experience that I got from the co-op and the seed companies and stuff that I worked for, and build it into uh, a career of my own where I'm in control of the recommendations that I make and the things that I say and the things that I do. And you know, ultimately, it gives you that that freedom. And I want to. Hopefully, we'll talk about freedom. I'm going to make you talk about freedom because I think your view on it is the best. But yeah, that's basically what led me to jumping on the a Better Way to Farm team and, and going from there. Sure.
1: What was the time span between graduation day of college and day one with a Better
0: Way to Farm? So I graduated from the Iowa State University in 2007, and I opened my account. I joined the a Better Way to Farm team in November of 2014. So basically May of 07 to November of fourteen. So you know seven, a little over seven years. I spent time as a, a co-op agronomist, got my CCA, uh, as DSM for two different seed companies, So like I said, I was kind of living the corporate life before I jumped into, you know, business ownership, entrepreneurship, and started my own deal. Well that's awesome. You know, there's there's really two groups of people that we're looking
1: for, Tyler Number one, we're looking for people that just want to build a business, that want to have the opportunity to market and to help other people. You know, for me, the target person is someone who has a great heart and truly wants to see other people succeed. That's number one, you know, and, and that's what we're all about. And I, I think of you, I think of young Andrew, I'm going to be graduating from college here in, in May, part of our team lives down in Missouri, you know, doing a great job, got started when he was actually... A freshman in college after his freshman year, I think, was the year that he got started and he too had a chance to go to work for an ag retailer and chose to go with us that June and uh, has never looked back. I just see some significant things for people who love ag, but maybe aren't going to get to go home and farm and you can really be involved in it here and you can make a difference. You know, that's the big thing is that you get to make a difference every day. Tyler, anyone else on the team come to mind for you that someone who's just, you know, not farming, but maybe a story of someone who's out here building a business and and really making a difference in the ag world?
0: Well, you know, I, there's, we work with several people that come to mind, but I love Preston's story. You know, Preston's been on the podcast. He's obviously the one that introduced me to you. And I think Preston joined the team in what 2007, like way back in the day. I was like, pre-Facebook, a better way to farm, I think almost, <laughs> or maybe at the same time. But, you know, even when you look at Preston's story, granted, he does farm just a little bit. But at the time when he, he joined, it was, you know, how can I make more money so that I don't have to work? He's working at... He tells the story way better, this processing plant. And he put in like almost about as many overtime hours as he worked regular hours. You know, he's working... 80 hours a week and got enough overtime that he said the heck with it and jumped ship and started working, you know, the better way to farm side, even back in 2007. So to provide those opportunities is absolutely phenomenal. But the other thing that that I want to share is that, yeah, the uh, side hustle money, I like to call it that turns into full-time income because this is all I do now, but are the stories from some of the growers that we do work with. You know, both of the Sam's that I was going to bring up, I work with a couple Sam's and, you know, one was literally crying in the tractor cab because he didn't think that the farming operation was going to go on. I had another one that, that his spouse actually texted you and, and texted me and told you how much they appreciate what we do because it's not about the income, although the income is there to, to support the lifestyle but it's more about the people that we're working with. And that is the coolest part about being on this team and the connections that you make.
1: Yeah, and it has to be, and I tell everybody awards, accolades, and even income, Tyler, are just basically just a byproduct of doing the correct thing. You know, if we go out here and our only goal is to see how much money, we we see people in ag sales, you know, they're the guys running around saying, hey, why don't you try some? That In English, what that means is I need some commission, so you should buy this. I have no idea what it's going to do for you. You know, and our deal is that we don't want people trying some. We want people to come at this scientifically. So we come in with the soil testing and it makes it so that truly, you know, a person, if a person is hungry and ambitious and motivated, they can do this pretty easily. Because talk a little bit about the training that they get, because sometimes people are going, oh, man, I'd like to reach out. I'd like to make some extra income, but I'm not, I don't have a lot of confidence in myself. Where am I going
0: to get the help? How's that going to look, Tyler? Well, what I'm going to tell you is that whether you graduate from high school and you go and get a a trade, you're still going to 12 months, 18 months, 24 months of schooling. I went to Iowa State for four years. I mean, technically, I graduated high school in 2002 and I graduated Iowa State in 2005 or in 2007. So if you do the math, that's actually five years. Um, So I, I was on the path to become a doctor and I decided... I better do something else, right? But when you look at that, I mean, it takes years to get that type of training. And when I, even when I went to my first Fundamentals of Agronomy event that we've got, I I just assumed that I knew everything because I've I've done the deal, you know? And when you get there, we break it down quite simply into on the agronomic side. if, If you don't have that kind of knowledge, we literally break it down into... Starting from the soil, this is what we look for. These are the essential nutrients that a plant needs to grow. This is why we test for this. This is why we recommend that. And it's it's very in depth, but very simple. You know, I I say it all the time. I you know, we both get to to help instruct at those events. And I say it all the time. It's not it's not magic what we do. It's all based off of science. You might say, well, I don't really like science, but I'm gonna tell you, you go to these meetings, you're gonna like science. Uh, you know, there's another uh, basically business meeting that you're gonna jump in a truck with us and you're gonna go down to Kansas City and have a, a another you know two, two and a half day meeting and get to meet the some of the corporate staff that we get to work with and some of those people. And it really opens your eyes to the ownership and the amount of true family. Atmosphere that you get working with the a Better Way to Farm team. It's absolutely unlike anything else. I mean, if you're sitting there and you're working at it, now it's Corteva or you're Bayer now, Syngenta, and you're working for those corporations, I'm, I'll mention John Deere, right? The, the nice thing about what we do is that we know the difference between a John Deere and a reindeer, and you just don't get that kind of support and that level of, I'm going to call it love ultimately from the corporate side of things. And here you can truly kind of let your hair down, right? And make a big deal about this. But again, the income side of it is is secondary to the people that you get to help. Absolutely. And I love this because we're
1: looking for, you know, for us, it might be somebody who already is in ag. We've had a couple of people leave ag retail just in the last couple of months to come and go with us. Didn't like the direction they were going. And wanted to join us. We've had a bunch of people, you and I today, just talk to a guy who farms, but he knows that he needs to drag in some non-farm income. And one of the big things is, you know, if you go get a job, you go become a mechanic at John Deere, you go work for an ag retailer, whatever it is, when they're the busiest, that's when you want to be planting corn. That's when you want to be shelling corn. And with us, Tyler and I, our busy season starts about the end of November and runs through the late March. And that's when we're really developing our income. The rest of the time is maintenance and support. But that's when we're really busy and we're on the road and we're working. And so for a farmer that's in a row crop operation, uh, it's perfect. Because then when it comes time to go back to the field, that's what we want him to do. We want him to go back and plant corn. We want to do this. We never want a guy to quit farming. We want him to do this because he's passionate about it and keep doing what he truly loves, which is farm. And for the guy who doesn't necessarily want to farm or doesn't have the opportunities he feels like to get started, but wants to be in agriculture, then here's a place that you can come in and make a difference. And I love the team. I want to share a story of something you did today. I, I appreciate you so much, Tyler. Let me back up. Let me, let's talk about the training. You talked about the training on the fundamentals of agronomy and, and all of those different things that we have there. Sometimes we get together as just a team and we do private small trainings. And then in addition to that, we've got the the corporate side of things where there's that training. But I think the most important thing, I look at Sam from up north of Iowa, great guy. But he talks what he loves so much is he loves the personal development training. Because if we're going to become more successful, Tyler, we've got to change who we are. And I don't think there's a team on earth that's more adept at providing personal development training and helping the person
0: to grow as a person so they can be more successful. What's your opinion of that? Well, that's absolutely true. I've, let's see how, if I can say this right and paint the right picture, but I have listened to more books <laughs> in the last five years, six years, eight years than, than I probably ever have, especially read, you know, that's one of the nice things when you travel is that you can just throw in a, an audiobook and really work on your personal development. And yeah, you brought up the different educational Events and, and programs that we've got, you know, we we do training once or twice a year. We'll get together. We do that's the nice thing about social media. We've got all these private groups of basically the the people that are motivated to work with some of the products. We've got a, a group for that. And we go share some personal development stories. And hey, have you read this book? Or you know, have you talked to this guy? and I think all of us are huge fans of John Maxwell. I know I've read James Clear's Atomic Habits. I've read it. <laughs> I've, I've read it twice with my ears, <laughs> but the personal development, you know, it's nothing that it's, we sit there and say, you have to read these things. Uh, when we say you have to do something, it's just strongly encouraged because we know how much value that it actually provides. And it's nothing that you sit there and you like, Oh man, you know, Rod told me I had to read this book. So I got to read it. Even though you did want us to read, man, what's that book we read? Uh, the greatest, greatest miracle of the world, Dino. Yeah. Yeah. Dogman. Yeah. Um, But again, it's a phenomenal book. You get into it and you're like, you know what, this, this is fantastic. So to have a group of like-minded individuals, you know, some of them are sitting in a tractor. Some of them aren't. Uh, Some of them, like me, are sitting in a Panera coffee shop today (laughs) having this conversation (laughs) when others are sitting in tractor cabs. And, you know, we get to have that discussion that, hey, did Mm -hmm. you read, you know, what were your thoughts on the Circle Maker or the compound effect, you know, by Darren Hardy or Robert Kiyosakwa's books. It, you know, I, I used to hate reading. And, and again, now I read most of my books through my ears. But the amount of personal development and growth that you get with this team is, is again, something I've never experienced anywhere else. Well, and we host a lot of events. You know, we'll host things around the Global
1: Leadership Summit. We'll host things around Faith Over Fear. Those two have been big. And I, you know, I'm also reminded here. I was just looking at the calendar, and Kayla has a uh, event scheduled tomorrow night. It's the October training for the Ag Leaders Group. So everybody who's wanting to be marketing on the Ag side of our business, you know, is, is welcome to tune in at least once a month. We're going to get together. We've got another private group going called DM to Director for people that are wanting to move up the management ladder, uh, getting some tremendous results out of that. And so there's a lot of different things that they can do, but I just want them to realize, you know, they're going to be in business for themselves. They're not business by themselves. You know, a new guy that starts out, he gets a mentor or two or three that are going to work with him, going to help him, going to make it work. I want to come back to something that's really important to me. And I, I love, I really love the family aspect of our team. Uh, that everybody treats each other that way. And so today, I'm going to brag on Tyler for a little bit here. Those of you who are listening, Tyler had an individual who had reached out to us. And Karen, uh, when someone reaches out and, and wants contacted for something, she has a rotation that she goes through. And Tyler happened to get a guy by the name of Greg out of Indiana. And of course, Tyler knows how to ask really good questions. And we'll teach you how to do that. And in asking good questions, he figured out that Greg had actually already talked to someone else on our team. And so uh, as luck would have it, in the middle of his conversation with Greg, I happened to call Tyler. And so he brought me on the phone and we got a chance to talk with Greg. And Greg talked about that he had actually done some uh, business with my brother and that that's really who his contact was. But he's interested. He responded to the, I want to make some non-form income. And he had never told my brother that, but he reached out on the Facebook page and said it. So, what Tyler and I did, we helped Greg get his account set up. Greg's ready to go. He's going to go to Kansas City, the meeting. He's going to come over to Bettendorf. Greg, if you're listening, you don't know that yet, but Bettendorf is where we're going to have you meet us at. And, uh, you know, going to be over there in early December. And he's going to be off and running. But I love the fact that it never crossed your mind, Tyler, that you would try and and violate that trust. And we just have this. You know, you guys know I've I've been through some adversity with some family being sick, and then here recently we just my mom just passed away, and with all of that, the team doesn't miss a beat. You step up, Andy steps up, Kayla steps up, Preston. To I mean, it's just Mason. There's so many people that I just love on this team, and you know, and, and it it just continues to go. And if someone can't go, someone else covers for
0: them, and it, it's an amazing, amazing thing. You got any thoughts on any of that? No, I agree completely that's one of the again one of the best things to sit here and I know it seems like we're trying to brag or boast or something like that but I so I'm in a group chat with we're trying to figure out so there's 13 people including myself in this group chat that your daughter Karen sent out getting ideas and, and brainstorming and I'm telling you right now when you're listening to this, if you are looking for a new opportunity, or some side hustle money, something to take the kids on vacation, or whatever. You've got to reach out to us because having access to this, you can say, "Oh, well, yeah, but do you know somebody that does this in my area?" Yeah, uh, Actually, I do know somebody in your area that does that. <laughs> we just, the, the contact <laughs> the contact list of the people that we deal with day to day is just unbelievable. If you can't get a hold of. You know, if you can't get a hold of Rod, you get a hold of me. If you can't get a hold of me, you get a hold of Preston. It, you know, Andrew, Chris, just Mason. Everybody, everybody that's on this team is so so supportive. It's absolutely unlike anything you'll ever experience.
1: Yeah, and if you're listening to this, I want you to understand this is not me bragging. That's that's not what this is. This is me saying, "Hey, guys, come and go with us." Uh, basically, it's saying, "Follow us. Follow us because we've spent I've spent 30 years perfecting a plan." that people can follow. And I was involved with this business way pre-Facebook. I think Facebook started in 2004. Uh, I think we got on the page in about 2000, got a page for a better way to farm in like 2010 or 11. I don't know for sure. It's amazing. But this team, that's the value. You're not going to be by yourself. There's no reason to struggle. There's no reason to flounder. There's just a reason to hit the ground running and go. And we'd like to show you that model. So Tyler, you got any closing comments? I'm going to wrap this up. Yep, go
0: ahead. Yep, yeah, I wanted to say I wanted to say something something real quick that I hope you'll appreciate. And the the listener that's listening to this, I'm going to tell you right now that there's an opportunity that if you want to and you trust us and, and you work with us, there's even an opportunity if you so desire to start your own cattle herd. Can you believe that, Rod? People are actually taking some of this money that they're getting from helping us market and do some of that stuff. And they're actually buying cows with it. I cannot believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) You know, and and I
1: think that's the deal. It's about what is your dream. And I, I heard a speaker here in the last couple of months, he talked about focus on the dream, not on the drama. And that really impacted me because there was a whole bunch of people that I just quit talking to, you know, I'm not going to get down and, and talk about that stuff. I, you know, you focus on the dream and yeah, there's people out here that want to, Their goal is to farm. And and if they do this correctly, then they can start. I I look at a mason. He didn't start because of this, but he sure did expand because of it. (laughs) You know, and and I, you know, my girls both own cattle. Uh, My brother has bought cattle as a result of doing this. And, you know, I I tell everybody I have a mental illness. It's called black cows, Tyler. That's the, the deal. But honestly, I go see my cows, Tyler, you know, and they don't care if I'm late. They don't care how I'm dressed. If I bring a bucket, I can be, five hours late they don't care. They're just glad to see me and I can talk to them and they never talk back and they're happy. And, uh, I'm, that's kind of my happy place out there looking at them. So yeah, I, you know, whatever your dream is, we want to help you get it. That's the number one thing. And Tyler, I, if it's okay, I'm going to close with this guys. Here's the deal. As I look to a lot of successful people, the lion's share of successful people will say their success was due mostly in part to one mentor or two mentors. And most people still have a dream. They may have forgot about it. They may not have written it down, but they got a dream. They know they'd like to do something more, something different. What we're wanting to be guys is that, that person, because most people with they have the dream. They don't have the mentor. They don't know who's going to help them. They need someone in their corner. That's what we want to be. We want to be that mentor that can show people how to do better, that has somebody in their corner cheering for them to succeed, not hoping that they fail and saying, all right, man, this is the dream that you want. Here's the steps we're going to take to go get it. Let us help you. And if that's you and you're listening to this, then I want you to reach out to us. You can get us on a phone call at 641-919-1206, your smoke signal, carrier pigeon, whatever works for you. Let us know. We want to talk to you. And guys, I appreciate your time. Tyler, thank you so much, man. I know you're traveling. You pulled over just to do this. God bless you, man. Thank you. You're absolutely welcome. And for those of you out there listening, we'll just uh, conclude with this. Thank you for tuning in. If there's something we can do for you, let us know. We want to do it. And we really do hope you're having a better day. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at VerbalCrowd.com.